For the rest of this morning, I want to communicate with you just some important information, um, how God's been leading us on our journey at Gateway over this last season. And it's important information, so we want to give the time this morning just to share, um, to, to really bring each and every one of us right up to speed with how God's been leading us. But before we get there, I just want to pray, okay, and let God come and lead us and, um, and just help us this morning. So we love you, Lord God. We thank you for these great opportunities, Lord, to be salt and light in our community. Lord, we look forward to them. Just pray you would give us an excitement over them in the days ahead. And Lord, we just pray for right now. Just pray you would come by your spirit. I pray you would help me and us as a team to communicate well in these next moments. Pray that you would just come by your spirit. Help us to have ears to hear what you're doing and eyes to see how you're at work in these days. Lord, we thank you for all the signs of life that are around us at the moment. We love you so much. We're here for you, for your glory, and for your fame. And so we say, Jesus, be magnified. Amen. Just before I share that, um, Emma shared with me um, just a picture that God gave her. And you remember in the Chronicles of Narnia on the movie, or the book if you're a true fan, the point at which um, the winter is beginning to thaw. And spring's coming, spring's in the air, and the, the flowers and the green starting to break through. And just that great phrase when the beaver says, Aslan's on the move. Aslan's on the move. And do you know what? I, I, I want to start this morning by saying, I believe that God is on the move amongst us. Okay, as a team, we've just been reminding each other. Every time we gather over this last month, we've been reminding each other of stories that are taking place in people's lives in Gateway. Just incredible things that God is doing. And I'm, we want to get better at sharing these things. It's so important. But we've been encouraging each other, saying, hey, look at this sign of life. Look at these bulbs that are breaking through. Look at these gifts that are being released. Look at, look at hear what this person said that God's doing in their life. And I'm so excited about what God's doing. Okay, and so this, this morning is uh, just, I want that to set our picture of what we're communicating this morning, that we believe God is on the move. God's always on the move, by the way, but at the moment we believe God's grace is upon us as a church and that he is leading us purposefully in the days ahead. So, let me um, just kick off what we want to communicate to you this morning. So I want to share the headline and then we will back up and fill in the journey um, of how God's been leading us and how we're going to move forward in the days ahead. So here's the headline. So, as a team, we believe that... God has clearly been leading Simon and Fiona and the kids over this last season to move from Swindon to go and be a part of New Life Church, Biggin Hill, South, South East London, with the view to take on the leadership of the church there in the early part of next year. And so that's the headline, okay? So we genuinely believe that God has done a work of leading us in a moment. I'd love Simon and Fiona to come and just share the story of what God's been doing just tying together how God has been speaking and leading and shaping this, um, this last season, this last part of our journey, to the point that we are utterly convinced that God's hand is upon this, that Simon and Fiona, along with the kids, uh, are to be moving from Swindon to go and lead um, New Life Church in Biggin Hill. Just before I invite them, you'll remember that over a year ago now, we communicated that this door of opportunity had opened for Simon and Fiona to begin thinking and processing it, and for various reasons, as they'll share in a moment, didn't feel it was right at the time. But 
It's not, it's not so much as we believe, oh, it's back on the agenda now. We believe that God has led us and been leading us in all kinds of ways to, to trust that this is so from him. Um, and so what I want us to do is, I think it's so important we hear that journey. Okay, we don't just, we're not just, it's not just an isolated decision. It's not just Simon and Fiona have said, right, we're off. We don't care about anything else. I believe God's been working together, that he's placed it on our heart together as a team and as part of our family of churches, that this is the right thing. So the best thing we can do is invite our special guest this morning, along with our presenter, to come and share this story. Can we welcome these guys? Okay, good morning, everybody. Lovely to see you. Uh, Welcome. Simon, thank you so much for wearing a lovely Christmas jumper. Merry Christmas to you too. That's just to plug next week. Please all wear your Christmas jumpers. Okay, guys, why don't you kick off by um, just telling us a little bit about Biggin Hill. What, what is there at Biggin Hill? What's the church like? What are you going to be doing? Okay, so um, Biggin Hill is a small town in the London Borough of Bromley. And there's a church called New Life Church um, there, and it's made up of about 150 people, I think, um, and is part of Regions Beyond, and we're going to go and lead it. Okay, so Colin's just talked Please a bit about the journey. Pray, pray for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll pray for them. Um, so tell us, bring us up to speed on the, on the journey. How has God led you to this point? So I think this part of our journey probably began in June 2013 when I was away on a um, Regions Beyond gathering in a part of Dubai. And at these places, to keep costs down, you tend to share rooms with people you've never met before. And so the, the courtesy is to knock on a door before you walk into a room. I'm not particularly courteous. So I just opened the door and said, hi, honey, I'm home. And there was a guy standing there in his pants. And it... <laughs> just so happens to turn out to be that this was Gareth Wales who leads New Life Biggin Hill and thus began an intimate relationship um, and certain images that no amount of biblical counselling can remove. Um, but we, so that's when Gareth and I first met um, and then actually whilst we were in India, Gareth was travelling with Steve and it, we ended up having lunch with him um, in India and in a Chinese place called Kung Food, which is just a cool name. Um, and so there's been, a, there's been a getting to know you kind of relationship thing anyway. And then um, out of the blue this time last year, oh no, sorry, in the summer of last year, Steve um, Oliver, who leads uh, the family of churches that we're part of, um, sowed a seed about whether he believed that he'd heard from God that, you know, Fee and I were to consider moving to Biggin Hill and to lead the church down there. So we journeyed that very publicly. Many of you will remember us standing up here and sharing the journey that we felt like we were on. And then as we continued to engage with that, we, we were trying to work out, has, is this God leading us or is this man leading us? Or, you know, how do you do this sort of thing? And people were very encouraging and some people were a bit cautious and just said, is this God's timing? You've just got back from India. And, but as we, as we journeyed it... Um, I think it's, it's fair to say that we had a few surprises this time last year. Non, you know, no, one of the big ones, I guess, was sitting with Mark and Jackie in the Devere as we were just processing what is it that God's called us to do. 
Um, I've always been kind of a, a, a supporting role, whether that was in sport, I was always vice captain, was never captain. Um, in business, I was always branch manager, I was never the owner. And so it was kind of, I was happy being in that supporting role. And in Gateway, I've been happy to be and enjoyed being part of the leadership team, but never had any aspirations to lead something. Um, and yet, whilst we're in India, God really just reminded us of some of the prophetic words over our lives about leading, about setting culture. Um, and we started to operate like that really in India in many ways. And so coming back to Swindon um, was an interesting re-entry because we'd suddenly been operating in a completely different way. Um, and we knew that God had done something new in us and something fresh in us. Um, but didn't really know how to process that, didn't really know what to do with it. And I think you've got a choice. When God starts to speak, you've, I think we've all got a choice when God starts to lead us. And you can, you can lean into him and not lean on your own understanding. You say, okay, God, I trust that this is you. And now, Lord, I want to faithfully just um, leave it in your hands and trust that you'll lead us. Or you can get frustrated and you can get you can kind of go, I want it to work in my way, the way I expect it to work. And, and you can kind of try and work it out in your own, own right. And I'm not too embarrassed to say, that's the, sadly, that's the road I went with it. And I started to get frustrated and started to get um, kind of, uh, frustrated is probably the best word, but just sort of bound up. And then, and then it became more about, well, then, but this is what I feel like God's called me to do. And it became more of my agenda-driven thing. And so God's like, hold on, you know, you need to deal with some of these heart issues. Is knowing me enough? Is, is just being a son in the kingdom of God enough? And as we were journeying, I was just saying, we were with Mark and Jackie in the Devere, and we're just, me and Fee were just butting heads over this whole thing of, do we move now or not? And, uh, and out comes this phrase that will live me forever. And Fiona's like, but I married a businessman. I didn't marry a pastor. Which is true, we've been married for a while, and um, how many years? 14 years, and um, nearly, and, uh, and we did, I, was, I was in business, and I only have been sort of in working for the church for the last four years or so, and suddenly we felt like, oh crumbs, this, this is shaping the whole of our lives, and, and this is what it is to be a believer, you say, God, I'll lay it all down before you, you know, it, this isn't about me, this is about you and your purposes, um, but it just meant we needed to work some stuff out as a couple. You know, you can't, you can't go and do stuff like that if you're not together in it. God's put us together for purpose. Absolutely believe that. And I don't think he just calls one of us. He calls us together. And so we were seeking God for that peace that Fee had when we went to India. That peace that transcends all understanding. It makes no sense in the natural. Um, and we didn't have that peace. And we knew we didn't have that peace predominantly because our hearts weren't in the right place. And we needed, to, we needed to allow God to do some surgery on our hearts before we could possibly even consider going and, and serving him somewhere else. And so um, thus began a very difficult, painful, bumpy journey in January. And we said, no, we're not going to go. It would have been the easiest thing to do to just run away. But we were like, no, we need to go, we need to go before God and we need, to, we need the support of our, our friends and our team and help us to deal with these heart issues, these emotional issues that we've picked up um, so that we may, at some point, if God should choose, that we may be able to leave well and not, um, not leave under a cloud. And that's, 
um, what we've been doing this year, really. And these guys, I know you want to ask a question, but I just want to say these guys, this leadership team that, gave, that God's given Gateway, have been phenomenal. As couples, they have, they have challenged us, they have provoked us, they have said all the things we didn't want to hear, but yet they've been so faithful to what they believe they've seen in us that God's, give, God's put in us. And they've not allowed us to, to settle or to not deal with the stuff that God's been putting his finger on. And it's been painful, but it's been brilliant. And I can look back and go, thank you, God, for real friends who aren't afraid to tell you you're an idiot. That's not what we did, by the way. Um, so do you want to tell us some of the specific ways maybe that God's spoken to you now that's kind of confirmed that you should be doing this at this point? Yeah. So we, we basically... Over the last, we probably, God got us to a pretty good place by the summer. I mean, we're not sorted yet. We're, we're trusting, still trusting in him. But we came to a place in the summer where we felt like what God had done is it's almost as though he'd gone around our life. Um, if you imagine our life as a tent and all the guy ropes sort of that come off tents. And it's almost as though as we said, okay, God, we realize we've got some issues we need to deal with in ourselves as to what you've called us to. Um, in faith as to believing what you've called us to, in relationships with our fellow leaders and brothers and sisters and you know, and, and in many different ways, God, we, we need to deal with these things. And as we went before God and said, okay, God, we trust you with this and we want to we wanna be healthy in this area of our life. So he is so faithful and he, it was like he loosened another guy rope of our tent of life. And we kind of came to a place that by the summer... We knew that all these guy ropes, all this stuff that God had, by his spirit, had said, look, you need to deal with this. We knew we'd come to a place where all the guy ropes had been released. We were still very much connected into Gateway, and we still are. We love this church. Um, it's been, oh, that surprised me. Um, we've not really had much emotion recently, and I just had a little wave. It's gone now. Um, and then <laughs> we, we, we're very much the... the, the the ground sheet is very much still pegged down into Gateway, but we just knew that God had got us to a place where he's like, actually, you're now, we could with integrity say, Lord, here we are, send us. Not because we're desperate to leave, but because we're willing to partner with you. And so that was then when a few different options, suddenly God says, all right, well, look, how about this? And there were probably three different potential avenues we could pursue in him. And I don't think any of them were wrong, if I'm honest with you. I don't think any of them were not of God. Um, and it found, we felt like we could lean into any of them. And for a while, it felt like we were kind of being blown around a little bit. And we're trying to go, God, we want to we do what you've called us to. And we don't care if that's, you know, we've said it before. We don't care if it's nearby, Mumbai or Dubai or wherever. It's like, but God, we're happy to go wherever. But we want to know you're leading. Um, and then we came to a place um, just four or five weeks ago where I said to Fee, I feel like we're ready to say, no, we're... God's called us to New Life Biggin Hill. He's built relationships there. He's put the church in our hearts. Um, and he's put the place in our hearts. And so we just knew that God had called us there. And I said, I said, Fee, I feel like we need to ram a stake into the ground and say, no, this is where God's called us to. Um, and, uh, and so we came to that place about four or five weeks ago. And then we went off to Dubai. Now, we haven't got time to tell you all of what God did whilst we were at Dubai, but it was so cool because we went not expecting to hear from God. We went because we were like, do you know what? God's spoken. We're sure of it. I was just, well, we both were slightly nervous that someone may come 
and prophesy something that would completely confuse us. Because in those moments, people will pray all kinds of wonderful things. And you can just imagine that moment, I can see a no entry sign for you, Simon. And you think, oh no, God, I thought we were, I thought we dealt with this. But actually, that didn't happen. And um, from the very first prayer meeting, a guy who some of you will know, Mark Jones in Gloucester, came over and he said, Simon, I, I dreamt about you last night. You don't say that sort of thing to me. So we had a bit of fun about it. But then I said, um, but then I said, and then he said, look, but I, in my dream, you were being blown all over the place. You and your family were being blown all over the place. And, um, and so was your heart. And he said, and I saw God give you a stake, and he told you to drive it into the ground. And I was like, hmm, okay. And then he said, and the thing is, where you have put that stake, there is the ground itself has historical significance. There's great foundations, and, is, um, and it's, there's historical significance, which out of the options we, were, we had been engaging with, Biggin Hill's the only one that has that historical significance, both in the, in the natural, I mean, it's a significant place for us as a country and as a nation, but also in the spiritual, there's a, there's a real, the, the church is been alive in Biggin Hill for a long time and, and has played some vital roles. So that was one of those moments you sort of go, wow, God, you're confirming and you're affirming. And then in the prayer time, something God did for you. I'll do that in a minute. Okay. Um, <clears throat> um, Swindon's been my home for 22 years, so the thought of moving is quite a wrench. And um, we were in a, the, the last meeting in Dubai and we were encouraged to pray for our local area and our church that we came from and um, I was desperately trying to pray for Gateway and our local community and I've, I kind of had these slides go, go across my face, like my eyes and um, it kept, I kept being drawn back to Biggin Hill and I was going, oh, I want to pray for Gateway, I want to pray for Swindon, but it kept getting drawn back to Biggin Hill, and I just felt like God really did something in my heart um, for that for that town, and it kind of confirmed for me that that's where we're meant to be going. And then there was just this one, uh, just one minute, two minutes, three minutes, um, <laughs> and there was this one moment where there was a there, there was a lady who um, great I mean God's given a real gift of prophecy really accurate prophetic words and if any of you are waiting for God's leading often somebody with a prophetic gift can stand up and you're kind of going pick me pick me pick me but she didn't um, however what we what what Steve then did um, room of six hundred odd people he said right if you haven't been prayed for and you'd like to be prayed for why don't you stand up and so everybody stood up. And he said, now pick someone you don't know and just pray a, your best prayer over them. And I like that sort of moment because you can't really go wrong. So I went over to this little dude, and uh, this gentleman, and um, just said, can I pray for you? And so I started praying for him. And I prayed nice things and good things for him, which again is easy to do. The Bible's full of great stuff. And you just remind each other of who God is and what he's done. Um, pardon? Hurry up. Okay. And... Anyway, so I prayed for him, and as I was praying for him, I just felt God prompt me to say, look, God's given you gifts, you're not using them. Crack on and use them. And so he then prayed for me, 
And at the end of the prayer, he said, I feel like God's given me a picture for you, but I don't know what it means. He said, there's a steep road, which is not like the roads in the UK. It's broken up, it's potholes, it's dusty, it's got thorn uh, thorn bushes all down the side. He's like, but as you travel up this road, the road suddenly at the top gets better and it becomes tarmacked and you can see fields all around you and there's grassy fields and crop fields and flowery fields. Um, and in my heart, I'm, le- I'm, I'm literally leaping. And he then tried to interpret that picture. Um, but I just wanted him to say amen so I could encourage him. Because as soon as he said amen, I said, you need to know. I don't think God gave you an abstract picture that needed interpreting. Although what you said was great. I said, I believe God's given you a physical picture of a place um, that he's called us to as a family. Um, I said, and what you won't know is that I feel God's called us to a place called Biggin Hill. So there's lots of hills. Um, it's surrounded by fields, even though it's a London borough, it's surrounded by fields on the way in, on the way out. I said, but also it's one of the few towns in the UK where a lot of the roads are privately owned. So they're not maintained by the council. And so the roads are all broken. They're pothole ridden. They've got, they're dusty and they've got thorn bushes all down the side because the council don't even go down to maintain them. And this guy started to weep. And I'm like, dude, what's up? I said, excuse me, can I help? Um, And he said, you don't understand. He said, when you prayed for me, God reminded me that he used to give me pictures for people. And I've not prophesied over anyone for a long time. And that's the first time I've stepped out. God's great, isn't he? Brilliant. God, is there something? Oh, and I drove up that road two weeks ago. Literally, the physical road. Drove up this road. It's nuts. I was laughing because I'm in first gear trying to get up this hill. And I'm bouncing all over the place. And uh, just as we get near the brow of the hill, suddenly this private road ended and the council road began. I went onto this lovely, smooth tarmac road to the top of the hill. And then, um, and then the, the view opened out and I saw Biggin Hill Airfield and all these fields everywhere. It was just nuts. It was, nuts. It was good, I mean. <laughs> so, Fee, um, Simon just alluded to the whole thing of the emotion and whether you process that. What, what are you feeling about it now? How do you kind of... As you look over the next few months and the upheaval, what, what are you thinking? Um, I think we're all quite peaceful about it. Um, there's also an element of excitement. Um, the kids are desperate to tell their friends. Um, and when that happens, I think we've not, none of us have really engaged with the emotions. So I think that will be a quite an emotional time that will, even after today, I think some emotions have come out. So although we're peaceful and excited, it's also going to be hard. Um, you said about the kids. What? How are they? How are they coping with the whole process? Yeah, they've they've been amazing. I think when we we first started engaging with them um, with moving, they were other than Amelia, they were all a little bit unsettled about it. Um, but this time round, we really feel like God had prepared them, and they've all been really peaceful about it, excited about it. Um, yeah, Ollie's just looking forward to getting his new toy. <laughs> But, but Katie especially, she was the one that we were worried about and she's, yeah, she's been really good about it. That's brilliant. Just one little question about uh, us as a family of churches. How do you feel like this is significant for us as a, for regions beyond as a family of churches? Um, let me find my notes. <laughs> so I think it's really interesting because we are a, 
Regions Beyond is an apostolic people, um, is what we would say. And so therefore, the very nature of the apostolic is that it's always advancing, it's always going. And I feel like for us to be going down to London, um, it's not specifically about us, but it's about us as a people, about us saying, look, we're together. God's joined us in relationship and in vision and in heart. And that sometimes means that when somebody says, hey, we need some help, we respond and we respond generously. And I feel like we, us going down there, God willing, will communicate something of what that togetherness looks like. And, there, and we're not the only ones within regions beyond who are going. There are many people moving all over the place, different parts of the country, different parts of the world. Um, and I think it just communicates the fact that actually we're together in this, that God's, God's mission is so much bigger than just the local church, although he uses the local church to bring about his purposes, but that we also have our eyes on the nations and on um, strengthening one another in him and... Um, I'm praying also that the relationships between the regions beyond churches in the UK, um, so the guys in London meet together a lot, but obviously those of us who are slightly out of that sphere um, don't get to see each other as much. I'm praying that us being there will help build bridges in those relationships too. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say that I think it shows, shows us all that we need to be fluid and willing to step up and stand with each other. So in terms of lessons, if you both each pick one thing that you say out of everything, what is the thing that God's, the lesson kind of God's taught me in this process? Or is that too difficult? I can probably make some of this up. No, okay, so for me personally, that his, no, I'm not making it up. I know this is what he's done. that, That his ways aren't our ways and his timing isn't our timing. And to trust fully in him. Um, and I, part of this whole process has been a real time of, of me personally surrendering everything to him. And it was almost as though as, as I did that and almost systematically did it, he's like, God, I trust you with my marriage. I trust you with the call of God on my life. I trust you, my family, my friends. And, and just as I literally, I went through a physical process of doing that and saying, God, I surrender all to you. Um, he's so faithful, and because of, I believe he'd done something different in my heart, he then, through in a, in a moment, used somebody to come over and just say, by the way, God trusts you, who didn't know anything about what I'd been going through. And he's, he's just, yeah, that's just, his ways aren't our ways. His timing isn't our timing, but he is faithful. Um, but he requires all of us, um, every part of our lives. And I want to live a life that is surrendered to him and his purposes. Okay, final thing. How can we support you as a church? How can we? What, what are the specific things we should be praying for right now? I think the main thing for me is please don't back off because selfishly we're going to need all the support we can get. Um, and actually we are going to be here for the next few months, so we are still very committed. Um, yeah. Things to pray for? I think um, just that we continue to be attentive to his leading but that we'd also be full of faith so he's given us faith for this there's no doubt but we recognize the road isn't always going to be easy and there's going to be bumps and there's going to be moments where it's going to be painful because I look around the room and it's not just empty faces they're we're friends we're family and that's going to be a painful process so please just pray for faith also pray for new life big and hill um, it's going to be painful for us leaving but it's it's not necessarily easy to receive either 
Um, and, I, and just pray for New Life Biggin Hill that they will be hugely blessed and encouraged and full of faith for this next season. Gareth and Leslie, who lead the church there, are a quality couple. And we can't wait to be getting alongside them and releasing them into the more of what God has for them as well. Um, but please pray for the church. They won't actually know this news until um, this coming Tuesday. So um, just pray that that's communicated really well and that um, it's received with faith. Um, and excitement, and uh, and also just pray, just very practically for provision. We need to sell our house, and we need to buy a house. And house prices in Swindon and South East London are very different. Um, so if anyone's got a hundred grand knocking about that they feel they want to release for the purposes of God, feel free. Um, and no, but all joking aside, please pray. We know that God's called us. And if it means we've got to find some scrubland somewhere, then that's what we'll do. Um, because we know that he's called us there. Um, and we want to faithfully follow him. So we're not holding back on this whole process. We want to go after him and let him prove himself faithful as he always does. Can I, can I yeah. just ask for um, just prayer for protection over the family, for um, us and our relationship and the kids and and health and things like that. Brilliant. Thank you so much, guys. Let's, let's give them a big thank you. Um, just to say, it hasn't just been us at Gateway who've been involved in this process. Um, and Steve Oliver, who leads our family of churches, Regions Beyond, has been very involved. Um, and he has done a couple of minute video for us at Gateway, which we're just going to show you right now. Well, good morning to all of you in Gateway Swindon. Um, it's lovely to be able to speak to you for just a sh few short minutes this morning. And I do apologize for not being with you in person, but sadly it's not uh, possible at this time of the year. Um, I know this morning you have heard the news about Simon and Fee and the new adventure that awaits them down in Biggin Hill. And I know that it can be quite stretching at times when you release such a tremendous couple. May I just say to you that um, some two years ago, as I got involved with New Life Church in Biggin Hill, it became very apparent that we needed to look for the next couple who would take the reins, take the leadership reins, and lead the church into all God has got for it. And together with Gareth Wales and the team there, we began working very hard and seeking God. And it was to my absolute amazement while in India that God spoke to me very, very clearly about Simon and Fiona as the next leaders in Biggin Hill. And so over the, the last months we have journeyed together looking for many answers to many questions, but I'm thrilled that we've got to this point now where they have felt God speak so clearly about this next season. But may I just say to you, Colin and Nigel and the team in Swindon, thank you so much for your integrity, your open-heartedness, and uh, the way that you have walked with me and uh, with Simon and Fiona through this season. And I know that God will pour his spirit out on you in a special way. I've always believed that Gateway Swindon had a special grace and would know a an unusual fruitfulness, which you have proved over and over again. So be encouraged. Thank you to you as a church for um, allowing this to happen. I know it's never easy. Uh, Gateway here in Dubai has recently heard the news of Heather and I leaving Dubai next year and heading over to the UK for a season. And I know that it, it does leave um, gaps in one's heart, but 
trusting that uh, there'll be a new measure of grace. God bless you. I know that Simon and Fiona will be a great success in Biggin Hill. I don't doubt it. I know that God's in it and that for me is enough. But to all of you in Swindon, God bless you. Have a wonderful Christmas and I hope to see you early next year. Bye for now. Exciting, hey? I think that is the word for it. But guys, I just want you to know as a team, and it's great to have Steve and Heather on board with this and the guys down in Biggin Hill. Um, we just really believe that this is God leading us, um, not just an idea, but that God has been steering, um, working on all of us through this process. And so we are really looking forward to it. It does mean we're coming up to another defining moment in the life of Gateway. There seem to be many these days. Um, and I'm sure many more in the days ahead. But these are moments that I want us to approach with eyes of faith. Okay, I want to call us that the way we respond, the way we process, the way we talk about this, we, would, we too would process in a way that is sure, robust and open. And there's good conversations and good processing to take place. There's emotion. There all kinds of stuff that begin to work out at this point. But as Simon said a moment ago, we are a people who are on a mission. We're an apostolic people. And this is what it... This is what it is to look like the church of Jesus Christ, is we're not static, but we go because there's people who are to be served and reached with the gospel of hope that we have. Um, so we believe God is leading us. This has been a purposeful time for us, both as a team and, it, and for us as a church. It's been positive. It's sure there's robust conversations that take place in this, but there are good things. We want to serve one another. We don't want to be just a static people, same group of people in a room in 50 years' time saying, oh, nothing much has happened. We want to be a people on the move for the purposes of God in our generation. And we believe that this has been a healthy process. As Steve said a moment ago, this will be good for us. This will ultimately be good for us, even in the challenge of the going, in the challenge of the blessing and sending and standing with Simon and Fiona and the kids in this. This will ultimately be a good sign of health amongst us as a church. In Luke 5, the story of um, Jesus, he gets into a boat, Simon Peter's boat, and pushes out. He then preaches to a crowd. After he's preached, he says to Simon, drop the nets um, and fish. And it's the wrong time of day, but Simon does it anyway. And he begins to pull up the nets. And when he's pulling them up, the nets begin to break because of the catch. And so they signal, they call out to their friends saying, brothers, come and help us. And as Simon's already said, that is the heart of why we want to respond is because we're part of a family. It's not just Gateway doing its thing. We're part of a family. And actually being able to send Simon and Fiona along with the kids to go and be a blessing and a support. We've already actually done it when they went to Mumbai. It was exactly the same call that came out of Mumbai when Franco and the team there said, we, we need help. Who can come and stand with us at this moment? These guys went. They've already proved themselves in it. They were a massive blessing to the church there. And so this is the kind of church we want to be. Um, just to add in a couple of other prophetic words to this, one of the words that came to Regions Beyond as a family of churches a year or so ago now was, the, um, was this. Um, somebody shared that Regions Beyond would go through a season of um, divine repositioning for maximum impact. So getting hold of men, women, couples, families, and moving, moving them about all across the nation, the nations of the world, in all kinds of ways for maximum kingdom impact. And as you heard, Steve and Heather are coming to the UK. For us, it looks like sending Simon and Fiona to London. 
And Colin and Pam Nichols are off to South Africa. Please pray for those guys at this time. But, but we believe we're beginning to see this. And so it, actually, we're, we're not just saying, oh, we hope this works well. We believe we're walking into the purposes of God. And that because we believe God's spoken, we're following eagerly that God will bless this venture for us. Not only that, but Marina, um, a few Sundays ago, she shared this great word with us. Some, I can't remember which meeting it was. Um, but the, the key line in it was this, I feel for the body that God is a God of timing and seasons. The set timings for purposes and promises in the body are coming to fulfillment. So this is the time for God to fulfill certain promises and purposes in his body here at Gateway. And I believe that is utterly, Marina knew nothing about this, and I believe right in the heart, we believe God is doing something exciting with us. That's what I want us to go with from here is not a sense of, sure, of course it's loss. Of course, we're going to miss them. As Steve said, we're going to have huge hearts in our gaps. Um, huge hearts in that. I don't know what that looks like. Huge gaps in our heart in the days ahead. And as we get closer to the date of laying hands on these guys, blessing them and sending them, of course, we're going to process sadness, you know, all friendships changing, just a, a you know, what these guys add to us culture-wise and gifting-wise at Gateway. It is going to be a season of change. But we believe we're doing this. It's worthwhile counting the cost for the purposes of God and what he wants to do in us. So let me just briefly um, just talk about Simon and Fiona very quickly. I just want to start by honoring these guys. It has been a bumpy year and a half for these guys, just being here, part of the team, processing this journey. I don't mean that. It's not negative. I don't mean that in a negative sense. Just the reality of these kind of moments. They tug in all kinds of ways. And it causes, you know, discussion and debate and, and wrestling over issues of what is God doing? That is an important question for each one of us to ask. What's God doing with your life? But the reality is these guys have processed so well. And the reality is, is any one of us as a team would say, we are so sure that this is what God has made Simon and Fiona for. So at one point in his life, sure, he was in business, but God's hand is on him and Fiona to go and lead a church. So believe that this is about Simon and Fiona being released to be who they've been called to be by God, to take on that leading, setting a culture of a great church. So I am so encouraged. And the thing that we've been saying to them is, you've not got to make it happen. All you've got to do is wrestle through with God. God, what are you calling us to? And then be willing to step out. And they have done that so well. And so I want to honor them because it, it takes courage. It takes, it takes a lot, as, as they were describing, just going to God. God, what about this thing? What about this thing? What about this thing? There's so much processing that these guys have done. And, to, and I want to honor their heart towards us as a church, towards us as a team, and personally, that... that Many times they could have, in reality, kind of said, right, that's it, we've had enough, this is too tough. They could have said, we're gone, we can't process this anymore, it's too frustrating. But they've hung in there, they've, they've gritted their teeth and stuck in, and we believe we're at such a healthy place as a team. God has really knit our hearts together in this. And so I know that these guys will be a blessing. I know that their gift is going to be released and it's going to be fruitful and the privileges we get to share in this journey too. So as has been said already, it's not just Simon and Fiona going. We're going to go with them. We're going to support them. As it says on the poster over there, we're here for one another's success. We're going to enable them as much as we can as a church to be fruitful in all God has for them in the days ahead. Just so you know, we're finishing just a moment. Our time frame for this is we're they're going to put their house on the market this week, I think is the plan, isn't it? Um, 
And we're aiming, our time frame we're thinking about is Easter, that they'll go to be um, living in Biggin Hill um, Easter time. Of course, you know, house move and everything else will be dictating some of that, but that's, that's what we're thinking. So over this next time, be a season of transition of these guys, um, even increasingly just heading down to Biggin Hill to go and begin building relationships, preaching, just getting to know people, being part of the team setting, all of which is an important way to begin to build up towards the move. So again, three things we can do as a response. Um, as has already said, been said, please pray for these guys. I want us as a church to commit ourselves to soaking these guys in prayer in all kinds of ways. I'm very aware that as people step out in this kind of way, that, that we have an enemy who loves to frustrate and put frustration and grit into, into the purposes of God. And so can we just pray for God's protection? I think what Fee said there, just protection, health, just that peace of God, just knowing that God is leading and orchestrating this. Can we pray for these guys, for their marriage? Can we commit ourselves to do that? I want to ask us as a church to bless these guys in that way. Secondly, we have an opportunity to give. So the disparity between Swindon and London house prices, we actually get to contribute practically towards helping them. We want to enable them to go. So on January, Sunday, the 24th of January, we're going to take up a special offering, um, one part of which we're going to give a gift to Simon and Fiona to enable them to move, to make the move, to make the jump. If we don't do that, if we don't play our part in that way, the reality is these guys are going to be stuck in Swindon and stuck with us for a lot longer. And so, listen, please pray. Please begin to think, God, how can we partner in with this? How can we serve? How can we give in to this? Pray through that. Um, but we want to enable them. We want to bless them. We want to send them well on this next phase of their journey. So that's Sunday the 24th of January. That Sunday we're also going to use that as an opportunity to take up an offering um, for the East site launch which will be in a year's time from then. Um, so it's going to be a significant Sunday for us. Um, so please be thinking and praying about that. We'll fill in more detail in the new year. And then as has been said again already, thirdly, I, this is an invitation to step up. For each and every one of us. Not just to plug the Simon and Fiona hole that will be left, but being fully aware that there will be, as Steve said, gaps in our heart, gaps in the team, gaps in leadership, gaps in our community. And I'm not asking for somebody to become the new Simon and Fiona. I'm asking for each one of us to choose to step up in this moment and say, God, we're on board with what you're doing here. Really believe God wants to release fresh gifts amongst us that each one of us who'd say gateway is my home church would say I know the part I have to play that we wouldn't go through a season of feeling like oh we've been hamstrung in this decision to to send Simon and Fee but that actually God would propel us and so I just want to ask intentionally over this month over this next couple of months just begin to pray God help me to step up show me the part I'm to play finally be free to ask questions okay this is not a closed deal where we're not interested in what anybody thinks. We want to be talking, we want to be engaging, we want to be processing with you guys as the body here. So please feel free to ask any of the leading couples at Gateway, any of us, come and ask us whatever question you have. That's fine. Make comment to us, be free to email, phone us, catch us on a Sunday morning. That's absolutely fine. We want to welcome that. Um, that's an important part of this process. But I do just want to ask, can we just be aware and sensitive to Simon and Fiona? So it's not about avoiding them, but just sometimes in these moments of processing your own emotion, handling other people's emotion and answering the same question 300 times can be 
quite draining. So our plan to communicate this going forward is that Simon and Fiona would just do blog posts of their journey and we'll do video updates of how God's leading them and where th- how things are developing. We will communicate from the front over the coming months the story as it unfolds. We'll make sure we communicate this next phase effectively and well. But just, I'm not saying avoid these guys. Please don't avoid them, okay? But just be sensitive to, to their journeying and their processing and emotion by all means, go to them and say, we're praying for you and we're blessing you. And as I was praying, God showed me this for you. Absolutely. So, do you know something? Just to wrap up our preaching series on worship, the reality is, is this is what a worshipping people look like. Is John Piper said, mission exists because worship doesn't. And therefore, that means that we go. It means we go to the parks. It means we go to the orbital to sing carols to bless the community. It means we run Alpha. It means we send our best to different areas to go and plant churches, lead churches. It's the nature of the kingdom of God. And this is what it looks like to be a worshipping people. So I just, wanna, I just want to close. Um, I'm not going to tell the story, but just to say this. There was a couple called Bruce and Susie who moved out to Canada five years ago. Key part of our family here at Gateway, and a whole number of years ago, we did a, an outreach outside Debenham's shopping shop in town, and um, we had a week of outreach, we were doing drama, um, song, puppets, and Bruce and Susie, as a result of that, ended up walking through the doors of Gateway, or Swindon Family Church, as we were then, when we were meeting at the county ground, and their lives were never the same. Bruce was far from God, Susie was, had was once walking with God, but wasn't walking with him any longer. And do you know, God got hold of that couple's life. I remember Mark said that the first morning they walked through, he didn't know who Bruce was, but saw this young guy walking through the door, and God spoke to him, that guy's going to plant a church and is a leader. And there's much more to this story, but can I just say, as we go forward, I want, I want us to be thinking there's many more Bruce and Susie's. There really is, in this town, in Biggin Hill, in the nation and the nations of the world, people waiting for the grace of God to encounter them. People who don't know it yet, but eyes are going to be open as we go and bless and declare the goodness of God. And so I just, I want us to understand this is the same thing. Actually, God is a God who is to be glorified and worshipped, and it looks like big cost to us in different ways at different times. So this is a healthy church. I want to say that to us. Be free to process. Of course, there'll be moments of sadness and tears, particularly as we lay hands on these guys and send them. But this is a, this is a sign of health amongst us. It means God's on the move. It means he's doing something in his church. He's keeping us sharp and fresh. And so I would love us just to finish. We're going to pray for these guys and, and then we'll go and collect our kids. So, Father, guys, can I just encourage you? Let's reach out a hand towards Simon and Fiona and, and to the kids as well. Father, we thank you for Simon and Fiona, Katie, Amelia, and Ollie. And we bless them this morning in your name. Even as they have processed over this last year and a bit, Lord. Even as they've, as they've um, rode through the bumps, Lord. We thank you that you've confirmed in them through, through speaking to them in multiple ways. That you're leading them. That this is your plan, your purposes for their life. So we bless them in your mighty name this morning. We want to honour them. We thank you for them. We thank you for the massive blessing they have been to Gateway in so many ways, Lord. And we just want to, we want to pray your best for them, Lord. We pray that they would know your peace, your comfort, and your encouragement. We pray that excitement might begin to bubble up in them in the coming days in, in whole new ways, Lord. We, we just want to thank you for their love and for their friendship. 
over many years, but Lord, we pray, make them fruitful in ways they never dreamed as they've said, Lord, here we are, send us in these recent days. So Lord, we bless them, we thank you for them. Lord, I just pray that as a church, you would help us to commit to praying so well for them in the coming days. We love you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. You are the God who is on the move, rescuing men and women just like us from sin and death into life and a future hope. We love you. Be magnified. Be magnified. Amen. Amen. Listen, thank you so much. Apologies, we've gone over again, but it's an important stuff to communicate. So please collect your kids and get your coats and umbrellas ready for next week and look forward to seeing you there.